When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of The Russian Sisters. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Anna, and we are The Russian Sisters. Hey, y'all. Hello. I threw a y'all in there you for sure you. You sure did. Hope you guys are great. We're so excited to be here. Absolutely. So <laughs> remember, she's going to say that every time now. It's like her shtick. Do you have a shtick? I'm a jalapeno on a shtick. Mm. Remember once I said that one of my nicknames that this guy gave me in high school was on a stick? No. I didn't appreciate that. Really? You don't remember that? No. I could have sworn I talked about you that. You probably have. Mm. I have the worst memory. Yeah. Shtick. Remember how you were like, I won't date a guy unless he can drive one? I still hold to that even though cars aren't. Even though cars don't have manual stick shifts anymore, which they do the little, like my car does the little move it over and then I just boop, boop. I do that in the snow all the time. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm in the mountains, I do that. It's just not the same. You know, I need, where's the clutch? Where's the clutch? But anyway, I need a clutch is now a purse. I need need a guy to know how to drive an old school stick. Yeah. Yeah. So many jokes my head went to just now because I work in middle school. You guys, (laughs) we are so excited to be back in front of you today. Grateful for another opportunity to impart some knowledge and maybe make you giggle. Yeah. I like giggling. I love lamp. (gasps) Oh, that's such a good movie. (laughs) Last episode, you were doing all the songs. I'll I'll do all the movies, you know. One of my coworkers recently said that he was trying to teach kids about sarcasm. And there's this Will Ferrell clip that he used. It's like three minutes long from Saturday Night Live, like something like talking on my dog or something or (laughs) whatever it is. I don't Um, remember, but it was by the way, I love lamp is from Anchorman. Yeah, Yeah, it's so good. Anyway, if you haven't seen it, it's worthwhile. How are you? It was only made like 10 years ago. (laughs) May 15th by now. Uh, Holy moly. When was that movie made? A long time ago. A while ago. Um, Oh boy. Anyway, I am doing great. (laughs) I am here. I am present. I am ready. I'm excited. Life is great. Yeah. So I'm just like riding high right now. Not really high because don't think that we're in Colorado. Colorado is riding high. Not that kind of high people. Just life is good. High. All right. How are you? Doing well. Yeah. I'm still army crawling to the end of that year. But, uh, you know, so far, so good. Had a funny thing happen the other day. Actually, I was with Buddy and have to do, right, still some of these doctor's visits. And he's doing phenomenally and everything's great. And I realized something that's happened a couple of times in the same day, I should say, where I'll be walking around with him and I want to teach him good manners. So when we see people, we say hello or goodbye or that sort of thing. I have found that when I prompt him, the adults around are the ones who respond. Really? So I'll say, okay, say bye-bye now. And I had this older gentleman. He's like, okay, bye-bye now. And I was like, wait, no, not you. (laughs) The kid. (laughs) The kid. Oh, it happens all. I started paying attention. It happens all the time. This woman sneezed once and I said, okay, we say, bless you. And Buddy goes, bless you. And the woman who sneezed said, bless you. (laughs) I was like, wait, no, you sneezed. Like you, you go over there. I'm teaching him. So yeah, it was pretty funny. And it kind of made me chuckle. I was like, oh, I got to make sure I, 
I bring that up because there, it made me think of all the other things that I've started doing now that I'm a mom. Like, you know, well, like I have to go potty now. I don't go to the bathroom (laughs) or the restroom, and I actually ask people, "Can you tell me where the potty is?" I mean, the restroom. (laughs) Yeah, that one. That I cut up my food Mm -hmm. into small pieces. Oh, do you? But then I have to stack because I do the bite size, Mm -hmm. and then I have to stack two or three pieces onto the fork. But always, like I feel weird if my (laughs) food is not cut up. I think I watched a show. with British people and they said that's so American to cut your food up like that, right? Because they turn the fork over and just slice one at a time and then... That's usually eat. what what mm-hmm. you do, yep. but try teaching a, a two-year-old that, so... Apparently it's American to cut yeah, up your food. Yeah, just yep. had spaghetti the other day and I had to cut up all my meatballs. You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, so that's how we're doing. It was a little chuckle to myself. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. <laughs> What's going on for you? I had a chuckle today. Besides the Colorado high, apparently. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. She really isn't high. I think it's the time change that we, right we're hoping is going to change. We're soon. literally drinking water. Water. I'm on the water today. I had a funny thing happen to me. What is the, there's Isn't that a movie? A funny thing happened on the way to something. Like it's a play. And I'm blanking now on what it's called. But anyway. I have no idea. People know that I know it. I just don't know it right now. Anywho. I'm sorry. Did you just say that people know that you know it, but no, you I'm don't know you it people, right now? Like you guys. I know. You, I want you to know that I know it. I just don't know it right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's in mm-hmm. the recesses of my brain. Mm-hmm. I read the brain book over uh, this brain book. It's called Brain Rules over the summer. I think we've talked about it before. But anyway, this book called Brain Rules. And the author there says that if I have a bad memory, it's not because I suck and have a bad memory. It's because my brain prunes out all the information that I don't need so I can rule the world. All right. Well, thanks so much for that show. It was great to be with you guys. No, just kidding. I'm going to rule the world someday. She is. Can I tell you something that reminds me that, okay, you guys, so we're Eastern Orthodox and we are in a period of time now called Lent. And we are on this journey of prayer and fasting and attending church services and giving alms and just being a little bit more focused in on being intentional about what we're doing as we journey on to Easter, which is happening in a few weeks. Anyway, so we're on this journey. And one of the things that my church does, well, it's your church too, but one of the things that our church does is host after the Wednesday night service, this book study. And so there's this book that we're reading and in, and it's actually talking about the journey of Lent and Great Lent up to Easter. And the first chapter is all about the few weeks before Lent and leading up and every week actually has a theme. The church is really intentional on setting these different themes and like the first one is the theme of desire and then the second one is humility and then the next one is forgiveness and the fourth one is love. And I was talking about this with Alexandra and we were talking about humility and the idea of humility and sometimes people misunderstand what it is to be humble and in my understanding and what I've been taught is humility is really knowing yourself like accepting the good and the bad and the ugly and knowing like these are the things that I do well and these are the things that I don't do well and it's just basically like without pride knowing yourself inside out and so the night that Alexandra and I are having this conversation. We happen to be eating Chinese food, which of course comes with fortune cookies at the end. And here I am talking to her about humility and she hands me a fortune cookie or she hands me both. And I choose the, you know, I choose mine. Yeah. You have to choose. Yeah. So she, right. She wasn't going to hand it to me. I had to choose my own and she chose her own. 
And then I open up the cookie and you want to know what my fortune was? I'm going to read it to you. My fortune from that day, that night that I was talking about humility is everyone agrees you are the best. <laughs> That's my, that was my fortune. You guys, <laughs> the night of the, and hum- she's going to rule the world. <laughs> the, the night of the humility talk. And I bring that all up because my brain, my memory is so bad because I'm going to rule the world because um, she's the best. Because I am the best. Anyway, I had to (laughs) back to the story of today and what happened today. I'm going to get there. Okay. So recently in my world of education, we celebrate Pi Day and uh, PI Day. So 3.14. That's all I know about the number (laughs) 3.14. Some people are really excited. They know all the digits. There's like maybe a song or some some way people remember all the numbers that follow the 0.14. I don't. I just remember 3.14. So anyway, March 14th is is pie day. And in previous schools where I worked, the counselors and I would go get pie for our math teachers. Yes. I actually was pied once when yes. I worked at a school yes, with Anna. Mm-hmm. We did a bigger celebration at that school for a pie day. Oh, yeah. We let the I kids had goggles. Pie. Oh, yeah. She took one for the team. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. You, You're you, welcome. You were a trooper that day. <laughs> that is amazing. Pie to the face. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Oh boy. Well, we didn't do pie to the face this year, although we might beef up festivities for next year if the math department wants to. But anyway, I was like, oh my gosh, it's pie day. And I want to go because I had had some really hard days at school. I was like, I'm going to go do something fun and I'm going to get out of the building and I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to get pies for the math department. You got to get cream pies. I didn't. I didn't. Well, I, I went to the store and I looked in the pie department, also known as the bakery. And (laughs) I was like, they only had like two, they had big pies. They had two big apple pies and a peach pie. And I was like, "Mm, that's kind of gross. I like apple pie, but they didn't look awesome. And so I was kind of dismayed and I was getting kind of bummed. So I was going to leave the bakery. And then these mini pies caught my eye and they were in all sorts of different flavors, like peach and blueberry and pecan and apple. And so good um, choice. Yeah. So I just picked up a bunch of these mini pies and, um, remember, because it's Pi Day, three point one four. Except, was, isn't that yesterday? Or yeah, is it, mm, okay. I think that's the 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 one of the funny parts about this story <laughs> is that I was really excited to get pies for Pi Day, and before I went to the store, which I said I'm going to do it anyway because we miss Pi Day. I was told on a Pi Day was yesterday, <laughs> and so I was like, oh, yes. shoot, it was such a day at school. I completely missed Pi Day. And so I was like running out to the store. Oh, that's funny because as you're saying this, which of course, when you guys are hearing this, it's well past Pi Day. But what's hilarious is that as you're saying that, I'm thinking Pi Day was on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) No, Pi Day was on Monday. (laughs) So that does make it even funnier that (laughs) that you could have done it. for actual school because I'm like it was on the weekend of course you deferred to the next day yeah no no I just completely (laughs) missed it not only that do you know what comes after pie day Julius Caesar the Ides of March beware the Ides of March that is true Luckily, yeah. we're, we're okay. Anyway, so pie day. Back to the pie day story. So I'm in the grocery store. I get all these mini pies. I feel really proud of myself that like, yay, there are all these varieties. And even though they're not big pies, they're little pies. And then the teachers can pick which ones they want and then give away the rest. And so I come back. I get back to this, this school, park my car, and I go to the door where, where I enter, which is near the counseling pod. And I put my key card up to the keypad to let myself in. And the door doesn't click like it should to let me in. And so I like 
key card to the keypad, hold they pull the handle, I can't get in. Key card to the keypad, pull the handle, can't get in again. And I'm like, well, did they fire me? But like for going out for pies for pie day, I don't even understand what just happened. I can't get back into the building. And so I'm standing outside the door with a bag of pies on me and I call my colleague because she's our pod is right there so I was like I was going to be like hey can you come get to the door for me because my key card isn't working right now so I call her she's like hey yeah we're in a lockout <laughs> and, and I'm like a hootie waddy no which very- cracks me up I have to say the lockout and the fact that Anna makes it to the building cracks me up because <laughs> that usually indicates that there's some sort of situation outside of the school yes but I will- then but then <laughs> she's going through physically going through potentially a dangerous situation to get into the school. This happened to a colleague's daughter that her school was in a lockout and she was driving back and she's like, I don't know why I can't get in. And it's like, yeah. Wouldn't you think there's a different way to alert people? Like, no, you need to stay away from the school. Danger, Will Robinson. Well, I used to work in school safety. And so I very well know, right? I know what a lockout is. I know how it differs from a lockdown. I know like secure perimeter and all the jazz. So course, I know yeah. the things. I have also been in schools when there is a lockout. They put a notice up on the door to say we're in a lockout, no entry. <laughs> that did not happen at my school, which I might need to talk to them about. Although we don't want to alert anyone, really, right? So anyway, lockout is basically business as usual on the inside, but the doors are locked. We don't let anyone in or out, including employees who ran out for pies for the math department because they missed pie day. (laughs) On the Ides of March. On the Ides of March. So my colleague's like, hey, we're in a lockout and I'm talking with one of the administrators here and nope, yep, no, we can't let you in. Yep, you're just, when I hear it's a lockout, I do this maneuver where I like look to my left, swinging pies over here, look to my right and I'm like, wait, we're in a lockout? Like I am very potentially, as Alexandra just mentioned, I am very potentially in the middle of danger right now because a lockout means the danger is outside somewhere. Now, it could be a wild animal. Some schools in Colorado call lockouts when there's a mountain lion and they have to bring the children in from recess. They've done that for coyotes. And then sometimes it happens because there's someone robbing a bank down the street. And so they just want to make sure that the school stays secure. So there I am with my bag of pies swinging from the left to the right, like trying to get some situational awareness about myself. And I see through the building to the other side of the building to the front that there is some sort of security, like county official looking armed man up in the front of the building. So I was like, oh, instead of going and sitting in my car and just waiting for an all clear from I don't know whom, I'm going to walk around to the front of the building knowing the building's in lockout and that the danger's outside. So I carry my pies. I just saunter calmly because I need to stay calm in an emergency. And so I calmly take my pies to the front of the building and this beefy security dude armed is like, howdy, how can I help you? And I'm like, hey, I work here. And he's like, we're in a lockout. I'm like, I heard, I heard. (laughs) And so should I just go sit in my car? And he lets me know the situation, what was happening. And I'm like, awesome. Like there was actual real danger kind of close to our vicinity. Do I need to go just sit in my car? Should I leave? And he's like, no, I'll let you in. I'm like, awesome. Thanks for doing that. So he does. He lets me in. And then pretty immediately the lockout is lifted. (laughs) With your pies. With my pies. and For then I, Ides of March. Mm-hmm, and then I, yeah, I made a sign for our math department that said, so sorry, we missed pie day. Please enjoy the pies from <laughs> us, the counselors. 
that's funny. While you were talking, though, this made me think of a situation I found out at one of my schools where I had received an email from the principal that was like, hey, for anyone who's concerned about this activity that's going on in the vicinity of the school, everything's okay. I've double checked. We're good. Like, all right, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. And so then uh, I was talking with some colleagues at that school uh, about one of my students. And they're like, yeah, poor thing. She's kind of been a hot mess recently. Oh, yeah. Her grandpa almost was murdered. What? And I was like, what? And and she's in first grade. And they're like, oh, yeah, she's been coming in saying how there is a situation. And they were on the news. This is why I can I can say like what happened as part of the situation. And so she was telling everyone, yeah, my grandpa's on the news because he almost died. Like, right, what first grader can come in and say all this? But apparently someone was trying, and I tried looking it up, but as she was telling a colleague about this, first grader was telling a colleague about the story, they were looking it up and found it (laughs) on the news. And so that's why there was all the activity. But apparently someone was trying to steal the catalytic converter from their car. That is a thing right now. Apparently, well, yes. So grandpa went out and went, and there were two guys, and he went and tried to, I don't know why, just call 911 people, but grandpa tried to wrestle one of the guys. And in so doing, the other guy tried to shoot grandpa <laughs> and missed that little first grader. I know I'm like kind of la- it's, it's not, it's dramatic for this little girl. It's the fact that she's walking around saying this. And then we found it on the news. That was like, are you kidding me? Is this really happening? And, and she seems to be doing just fine, but it was just interesting with that police activity around schools. Cause the principal's like, everything's going okay. And then when one of my colleagues was like, that's what she's referring to. So, and so's grandpa almost. <laughs> yeah. So someone was like, well, what happened with the catalytic converter? And they're like, it's still hanging off the car, still hanging off the car. <laughs> Oh haven't had a chance to get that fixed yet so That's just craziness that happens i'm glad you're safe and that you got pies for the ides of march <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly yeah. and and now right st patty's day is a couple days away for us right now and i'm like hmm, what am i gonna do for that except wear green mm. idk i don't know So recently, Alexander and I were talking about hearing that there was someone who used to be a singer and is now talk about changing careers. And I know we didn't just talk about that now. No one's changing careers right now. But we have talked about people who change careers at all decades and parts of their life. And so Al was looking up this one singer who changed careers later in life and is now like some scientist. But we thought it would be fun well, yeah, no, go ahead. We thought it would be fun to share some of that uh, yeah. with you. So I thought this was coming later. Yeah. Tell me what you found. Well, so the reason why this came up is because the lead singer of Offspring, Dex Holland, he got his PhD in virology. And so now he's a very well-known virologist and has like made all these discoveries. And so I was like, that's hilarious to go from Offspring <laughs> to a PhD. So that's when I started looking up people who are famous who leave fame and go into other careers, as Anna said. And then there's also some interesting, sometimes people will do the, what did you do before? Like Brad Pitt was a limo driver for strippers, I guess. And so before he became an actor. And some of those stories are interesting and some not so much, but I did find it a good mix. So one of them was Rihanna. I didn't realize Rihanna is no longer recording. So people oh, are waiting. Not? Well, yes, because she started a fashion house and she's a makeup mogul. So she's got her own. Yeah. You know what? 
now that you say that, I think that came up in trivia a couple of really? weeks ago when I was out with our friend Jennifer and sometimes we go out for trivia on Monday nights and I feel like that was a question that came up. Yeah. So I think most of us are well aware that Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen yes. have had their fashion designer house. It's called the row. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like right after, not maybe not right after full house, but I feel like they did their like acting thing for a little while. And then when they went to college, I think it was college, either yeah. end of high school or college. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay, yeah. cool. What else? Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. And I think her sister lives. I want to say her sister lives in Colorado. Really? I think that's what I've heard. Yeah. But apparently, so she got her big claim to fame for being a Sports Illustrated model. Yes. She writes cookbooks. I, <laughs> that isn't extremely surprising, but I thought I had heard something along yeah, those lines. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, hope I did good not ones. know that. I have no Does idea. Does anyone use cookbooks anymore? Like are I they have, online? I, you know, I have a good stack of them, mm-hmm. but yes, I, I will usually go online. Yeah. I will go online for recipes or the only, well, I have a bunch of cookbooks that I have accrued over time and people have given as gifts, but the one that I use most is the cookie cookbook. And that is what I use at Christmas time. That is true. I have seen you use that. Yeah. I have some great ones. You know, for me, really, it comes down to how much work (laughs) it takes, which flipping through a cookbook is actually not that much time. Right. But that's why I really enjoyed Home Chef when I did Home Chef because they just gave me the recipe card. It was right there. I didn't have to go searching for it. But I don't know. Um, maybe maybe now I will be inspired by Chrissy Teigen to go in. To write a cookbook? No. Look at my cookbooks. You, <laughs> you could write a cookbook. No. No. Toddler food. There are plenty of those. I actually, I got mom shamed really early <laughs> on with Buddy because... Our sister-in-law gave me a book to make puree my own food and I was really excited about it. And I was so lost after there was just not really complications with Buddy, but I was just super lost. So many things going on and I was searching for a mom's group and I ended up finding one through this one place I was going to for some guidance and some counseling, mom counseling. And I was like, oh, I, I feel part of something. I feel part of this group. We all have babies or at different ages and I said something about making my own food mm-hmm. and they very passive aggressively just mom shamed me and ripped me a new one. About what? Oh, because there's this whole big thing about baby led feeding. Now, don't get me wrong for any of you who either have made your own food or you've done baby led weaning. This is not a which way to go. I think do whatever is right by you and right. what works. But that's the whole idea that you give food to the baby let them play with it and figure it out and then eat it. It'd be like giving them like, oh, here's a sweet potato fry. Here you go. Instead of pureeing it and putting it into. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that seems really weird to me that people would do that, that moms would shame other moms. I know it happens all the time. So I'm not naive guys, but I just think it's stupid. It's, that we rip each other apart, ladies. Come on. Ultimately, isn't it about doing what you just said? What works for you and your kid who's not the same as that woman's kid who's not the same as that woman's kid? I think because there's Weirdos. so much insecurity with momhood that people are looking, right? You look for just like middle school when we talk about middle school students and wanting to have that sense of belonging or feel that the decisions you're making are correct, even though they just need to be correct for you. Yeah. 
and there's so much insecurity. So I know this is a little bit of a tangent, but I was like, okay, no thanks to that mom's group. And Sean, I was like crying. I was so upset. And Sean was like, you don't need them. We'll figure it out. Yeah. He was always so sweet about that. But yeah. And then I had someone else who was, (laughs) I I had been lamenting like, oh, I tried a mom's group once it didn't work. And they were like, oh, I just started a mom's group with a couple people. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Good for you. you. (laughs) Like never got an invite was never included. Never. And I was like, thanks so much. Humans are weird. (laughs) It's like, I hope your mom's group works well for you. No wonder (laughs) some humans choose animals. (laughs) God, humans are weird to each other. All right. What do you have next? Okay. So here's some interesting things I found. Jeff Bezos. Mm -hmm. He started Shmamazon when he was 31. 31. Yeah. I think often we think that entrepreneurs really, right, there's so many 20-year-olds or that you start off that. So this was interesting. Julia Child, Mm -hmm. talk about cookbooks. She wrote her first one at age 50. Get out. Yeah. Very interesting. She worked in advertising, media, and secret intelligence. Yeah. Talk about career changes. Yeah. Trying on different things for size. That's really cool. Yeah. This one I found interesting. Vera Wang, Mm -hmm. fashion, cookbooks and fashion seem to be the theme. She started her fashion line at age 40. It's not too late for me. That was 1989. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. She's in her 70s. She is. She looks great, by the way. She does look look great, by the way. A picture of her. Mm -hmm. I know I really like her wedding gowns and some of the stuff at Schmoll's. She was a figure skater. Was she? And also a journalist. Hey. Prior to... Hey, if you have hopes and dreams or if there's something that you've said, man, this really feels like what I'm meant to do, do it. Do it. And if you want a cheerleader or some help figuring that out, go ahead and contact us at the Russian sisters at gmail.com. And uh, I'll help you with that. We. We. We goose. We goose. Yeah. We will lift you up. We will cheerlead all the way. You can do it. In fact, I was talking about writing books recently mm-hmm. and Alexandra's talked about her book projects. And I also in my head have some book projects. And a long time ago, I read something about regrets and I really try and live a life of no or few <laughs> regrets. Like I, I don't want to leave this world and feel bad that I didn't do something or that I should have done something different. And we talk all the time about not shitting yourself. But one of the regrets many people have is that they have books in their head that they never get out on paper. So yeah, I want to do that. And it's not too late because I'm in my 40s. It's never too late. No. Here's why I'm going to tell you it's never too late. Colonel Sanders. Yeah. 62 years old when he franchised KFC in 1952. He sold it for $2 million 12 years later. Mm. That would be what? 1964. Mm -hmm. He sold it for two. Mm -hmm. It's a billion dollar company now. He was a county lawyer a gas station operator and a real rail I can never say that railroad 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 worker mm-hmm. I can't say brewery either but and I real. feel like and I don't remember if it was him and I don't this might not be an amazing thing to share with the public because I don't know all the details or I don't remember all the details but I feel like he might be one person who was trying to sell his idea somewhere and it Failed like he was one of those people like the people you hear about all the time so, who like mm, fail a gajillion times until that one person picks it up. Walt Disney is one of them. Yes. Like, he took his friend out to the land and said, this is what I envision. 
Michael Jordan. He was cut from his basketball team, his high school basketball team. Like there are so many stories of people persevering. But one of the interesting things I forget about Arnold Schwarzenegger Mm. is that he was a bodybuilder first. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I always forget. I always forget that that that's what he was first. You Mm. too can be governor. Yes. This was interesting. So I didn't realize that there was this guy, Joan, I don't know Jonah Pretty. I'll tell you guys, I find all of this very interesting, but I am the least up to date with anything going on with famous people. Pop culture? No idea. I don't read People Magazine anymore. I feel like I may need to start doing that for mm. this podcast, but <laughs> I'll say. So he created, Jonah Pretty created BuzzFeed and the Huffington Post. Oh, yeah. In his 30s. And he used to teach middle schoolers. Microsoft Office. Get out. <laughs> yeah, he was a computer teacher. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, is that interesting? I'm so, going to drink every time you say interesting. Keep going. In uh, fact, I feel like that's the game. That, that or you um, I've been saying um a lot. I do apologize, you guys. I'm trying to learn like podcasting etiquette. etiquette. Yeah. How we aren't supposed to talk so, over each other. <laughs> we're working on Or it. pop our peas or forget our names. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. It's a work in progress. We are up-leveling the Russian sisters. Sorry for popping that pee. (laughs) (laughs) We are up-leveling. Heck yeah. Yes, absolutely. So the founder of McDonald's. Oh, yeah, back to famous people. mm -hmm. So apparently he was a milkshake device salesman. His milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Oh, boy. Have some more water, Anna. (laughs) Um, but he started, see, um, <laughs> there you go. He started McDonald's at 52. That's interesting. Yeah. Drink. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Please don't turn us off yet. Please don't turn us We're off. We're not done yet. Episode's almost over. <laughs> yeah. No, these are really interesting. The other one that I, interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Fisher was 40 and I'll tell you who he was. He had never had any experience with retail. And he started The Gap in 1969 in San Francisco when he was 40. Remember that store? Remember the baby gap? What's so cool and interesting is just seeing, (laughs) oh, God, I just can't, I can't get my vernacular correct. It is interesting. (laughs) So sorry, you guys, if you're drunk by now after listening to this. It's cool. To see how people will follow their passions or continue until they reach them. I'm someone who in the past have thought if there have been that many difficulties with something that maybe it's not the right path. Mm -hmm. And I think some of my personal growth has led me to understand that it doesn't mean that the direction I want to go is the wrong path. It just means that there might be other things I need to clear out and old stories or deconditioning I need to do in order to be prepared for that. So, yeah. So interesting. So interesting. Do you have more? Oh, that's all I have right now. I love it. Well, I was thinking when you said that the mister was teaching computer to middle schoolers, because right now in our science department, well, March Madness is right a thing right now and uh, involving basketball. And so a lot of people are focusing on college basketball right now and brackets, right? Like filling out these teams are going to be in the dance and the, these these teams are competing against these teams. And so you fill out your brackets and choose who's going to 
win and then you might throw some money in or you might not. You might just fill out your brackets for fun. Well, our science department is doing a March Mammal Madness. And so I just filled out my bracket for that. And we thought it would be fun to share with you some of the matchups. And so I'm going to read some of the matchups. And Alexandra is going to answer for us who she thinks would win between the two different species. I'll start easy. Here's, here's the first one for you. Which would win between a grizzly bear and a bat? Easy. Grizzly bear. Yeah. Right. Okay. And just so you know. Ding. Do we have like a little oh, ding? We got the answer right. We, do we have sound people that could throw in special sound effects? <laughs> I feel like maybe we would be. Maybe that's it. You are the sound effects. Ding. <laughs> ding. Mm. Well, I don't know yet because I don't have results. That's true. But I imagine that the grizzly bear would be out the bat. And I picked grizzly to go pretty far. Although one toxic bite from a bat could take out a grizzly. This is what happens to me is that I start thinking if it's, you know, a fish, then I'm like, wait, is this battle happening in the water or on land? And what's happening? Yeah. Anyway, you'll hear more of that. But I would say grizzly bear. Okay. Another easy one. A pride of lionesses or a labor of moles? I'm going to go with lionesses. Me too. That's what I chose. I chose lionesses to go pretty far too because they work together. Yes. They I together, don't they? imagine that it's like Jurassic Park where I thought that that's how they did it. The lionesses mm-hmm. from more than one pride would go or is it okay. See, now we're going down a rabbit hole that is very unnecessary. Lionesses. That's what I, that's what I choose. Yeah. So I I hear you. It's easy to start like second guessing and what ifing. And I just had to pick things so that I could fill out this bracket and post it today and get it in on time, even though it was due yesterday. I am that student. I had to go to the teacher and say, I lost my bracket. I did. I picked one up. And then I was like, it was past, it was yesterday, which was the due date. And I was like, hey, I lost my brackets. Can I please get another one? Anna's going to be in detention. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, But the teacher was like, yeah, come on up and get one. It'll be great. And I was like, cool, I'll do that. And then they were due yesterday and I turned it in today. Also that person. Life has been hard. Okay, here's another one. Coyote versus bighorn sheep. It's very Colorado. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to say in the end, coyote. Oh, me too. Because That's what I they said. do. They do travel in packs. They do. And um, National Geographic moment I had was I was coming out of Rocky Mountain National Park once, like just out of the entrance. And there were a bunch of cars on the side of the road and a ranger. And so we pulled over to to see what was the deal. And there was a black bear up in the tree with two cubs. And it was very obvious that they were trying to come down from the tree, but there were coyotes on the ground and not just one, right? They're very wily. It's a, there's a reason they say wild, wily and that, you know, the cartoon was wild E coyote because they're wily creatures. They plan and they talk to each other and they're very, I don't know. They have this whole scheme strategic and strategy is the word I was looking for. (laughs) Thank you, sister. (laughs) So like one will sit at the bottom of the tree. One will be like in this other direction, a few yards out. One will be over here in another direction. And they do this whole circle thing and they talk to each other the entire time. And so essentially the ranger was there to try and make it safe for the bear to get down with her cubs and get Mm -hmm. away from the coyotes who were probably just trying to feed their own young. Yeah. Circle of life. I've seen a coyote a couple of times when I've gone to the cemetery. Yeah. 
They're wily little creatures. Okay. <laughs> Mountain lion versus jaguar. Okay. Our dad says jaguar. Probably a jaguar. Jag- jaguar. The one that's not the cheetah. That's bigger and has spots <laughs> sometimes. That's a hard one. Um, mountain lion. Hey, that's what I picked. Now, unfortunately, like I said, I don't have answers, so I don't really know if these are ding, ding, dings, but at least you're in sync with me and that's oh, okay. fun. Well, yeah. shocking I, that that's happening. I know. Weird. <laughs> it's so weird that we're on the same. <laughs> she just snorted. It's weird that we're on the same wavelength. I picked mountain lion too. And I'll tell you why guys, because they are crazy stocky creatures. They are. You don't even know they're there until they're there. Oh, Although there's that really great video that was um, posted not too long ago about that guy. I think he was in Utah and he was on a hike and he came across a mountain lion and was trying to scare it. And it was, it was like three minutes long of this guy trying to escape this mountain lion who was just trying to protect her young. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to sea life. Okay. Orca versus common prawn. I'm going to go ahead and say orca. Yeah, orca was seated number one and common prawn was 16. So yeah, I, I went I went there with you. All right, which one do I want to do here? Stellar's sea eagle versus a Dobson fly. I'm going to go ahead with eagle. I did too. By the way, in my neighborhood, I was taking Buddy and the dog for a walk. Yeah. And a bald eagle flew over us. Love it. Literally flew over us. I was like, this is amazing. You had a National Geographic moment. I did. I've had quite a few in this neighborhood, but yeah. So interesting. We had a bear. You had a bear? You yeah. did have a bear. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember you had a bear? Yeah. We, had, we literally had a bear that came through our neighborhood. Literally, you guys. Literally. It, it was, walked in front of my neighbors. Yeah. It was on the camera. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for rings anymore. We would not catch the wildlife and the robbers. That's true. And the catalytic converter stealers. I know, right? And the package stealers at holiday time. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no. The um, Christmas light stealers. Uh, uh, well, too bad we didn't have cameras then. We could have caught I know. The I, I got half his face. Yeah. All right. Olive sea snake versus hagfish. I don't even know what those look like. I know. Well, they're, um, kind of, they're gross. Maybe a sea snake. Uh, that's what I picked. One was seated eight and the other nine. Okay. And I picked the sea snake, which then is going to go up against the orca. And you know who's going to win? Uh, I think I think I'm going to go with the orca on that yeah. one. Okay. Walrus versus lichen. Again, my I feel like earlier when you were asking me, these were not the choices you gave me. Okay, lichen and what? See, walrus? walrus? Walrus. Yeah, because walrus probably has some lichen on it, and it's like, what of it? Yeah, I don't even... Yeah, Or do okay. they just attach to boats and rocks? All right. Swordfish versus leaf slug. <laughs> Swordfish. Yeah, that's what know. I went with, too. And just so you know, this is like created by a professor at Arizona State University. So it's not just something that my teachers came up with. It's something that is a thing. And they do this March. It says 10th annual, <laughs> 10th annual March mammal madness, just so you know. So this has been going on for 10 years that someone has been creating these things for schools. I think it's pretty awesome. All right. That had to look, I had to. Google these because I didn't know what these were. But there's a thing that's seated sixth, and it's called a therapsid. Mm. Therapsid. I hope I'm saying that right. It's essentially like a prehistoric animal, and it, it kind of looks like a rhino, but without the horns. And it's just, it's, I don't know. I don't know. You look up therapsid. I hope I'm saying it right. And I can't even tell you. I'm going to try a scansoriopterygid. 
Mm-hmm. There was no picture of that. So I just bless went, you. Yeah. We just went with Therapsid for the win. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't even know what that other thing is, but it's seated. I don't want to have to write it every time. So I don't. we'll just <laughs> scanny for short. So I'm going with, I'm going with the prehistoric creature. Walrus or Therapsid? I did look up what a Therapsid looks like. And it's, well, because part of me is going, but the Therapsid is extinct. So uh-huh. wouldn't that mean the walrus would automatically win? But I went with walrus. Oh, see, I went with Therapsid. Oh. I did. I think, yeah. And I don't remember why at this moment. But it's interesting what you said about things being poisonous and just one bite can take out the species. And yes. Yeah. But then I was like, but if you don't get bitten, then you, and anyway, it was real. This thing was See, complicated. The guys. rabbit hole. Yeah. Anyway, I had, in the end, I have lionesses going up against orca. Okay. Who do you have winning? Uh, the pride of lionesses. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to know my thinking on that? I'll tell you. Yeah. So... If the battle was on land, orca obviously would not survive. Lionesses would have it all the way. If the battle was happening in the water, granted orcas, they usually swim in a pod, right? And then the pride of lionesses, they can also swim. Mm, So the lionesses can still maneuver in the water, maybe not as well on land, but I figured since they could do land and water, maybe they would have the upper hand against the orca. I can, I can see that. I also kind of feel like in the water, the orca is a lot faster. Yeah. No, the that's lionesses. for sure. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that in two different arenas, mm-hmm. the lionesses have, adva- have an advantage. Yeah. In some way. Yeah. So All right. we'll see. Yeah. I mean, keep us maybe posted. You, maybe I will. Maybe yeah. I shall keep you posted yeah. and, and let you know if I am way off or if, in fact, we got... Because I totally called Alexander while I was filling it out while I was at work. And I was like, you got to help me with this thing. I have no idea. And I felt very stressed out. I'm like, this is a middle school project. And I was so stressed out about turning this thing in. And it's really just a staff playing among a staff. <laughs> and this, the kids are doing the their own thing in that, class. The things that stress us out. That's hilarious. I know. I know. Yeah. Anyway, you guys. Oh. What a day. I know we're jumping around a little bit and you were talking about your bracket, but I, I felt like I needed to, to give a little more oomph to my what are people doing now. Yeah. And I just wanted to run through because I, I have heard of some of the degrees that some actors get that can be pretty impressive. Yes. I don't know why there's this idea that they don't go to school. I think the one, Natalie Portman. Yes. That's, so she went to Harvard. And got a degree in psychology. She did. Emma Watson from Harry Potter. Yep. She went to Brown. Yeah. English literature. Ava Longoria. Mm-hmm. She got a master's in Chicano studies from mm. California State University. John Legend. Bachelor degree in English with an emphasis on African-American literature from mm. University of Pennsylvania. Cool. Yeah. Sometimes people... This is why I say I'm so out of touch because sometimes I go... And see, there was something at Target, right? When you're like checking out and there are all the different magazines. And there was one day that all of the people on the front of People magazine, mm-hmm. I didn't know one of them. Right. That's and why that, I stopped reading People magazine. I was like, who are these people? Okay. I do want to say this. So, and guys, just bear with me because I don't know that I'm going to say his name correctly. But Ken Jung, I think is how you say his name. And he is a comedian. He is on Mm -hmm. Murderville. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have a chance, check out Murderville on Netflix. It's hilarious. So it's the improv show. I think Anna and I have talked about it before. So funny. Um, 
but it's where all the actors know what's going on except for one. And then they bring in a guest star and the guest star has to try and figure out, pick up all these clues and figure out who the murderer is of this. Mm -hmm. It's super funny. But Ken Jung, he's a comedian and he actually is on one of the episodes in Murderville. He is a physician. A physician? A physician. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> and That's then cool. And then decided that he really wanted to get into comedy and be a stand-up comic. So I always thought that was really funny. Anyway, okay. I think we've run out of time. I feel like I can talk about these for a while. Anyway. Because they're interesting. Yeah. Well, I like you know, these fun um, facts. And I can't think of what her name is, but she... So um, I can never say it. Maya Bilek. Is that how you say it? She's on... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, what is that? <laughs> Our brother loves that show. I what know. is it called? <laughs> because bare naked ladies do the song intro yeah. song. Uh huh. You all know it. You guys are like <laughs> screaming at us from wherever you are. Well, that who, show. But she what what with them? Um, yeah, she Digit Blossom Blossom. That's mm-hmm. what it is. So anyway, yeah, she actually has her doctorate in neuroscience. Yes, I knew that. Smarty pants. I like yes. you know international Blossom. That's what I was trying to get international. To. And then the Women's other one, you know, the one that everyone loves We're that I can't think talk of right over now. each other. Yeah. <laughs> International Women's Month, lifting people up and also other men as well. Who is you <laughs> lifting? <laughs> you're lifting people up. We gotta go before this. Like it already has fallen apart, but we gotta go and wrap this up. You but I do are- want to say one thing because you mentioned Target. I think it's one of the cutest things that we were sitting at dinner. We were doing some planning and having dinner, and Buddy, while eating his pasquetti, is like, "Mom, we gotta go to Target." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do I, why do we need to get at Target? And he just kind of repeats like, it's a thing. It, well, because usually we go to Target um, once a week. That and Costco. So he'll remind us when we need to go to Costco and Target. That's true. All right. Well, we're going to gear up and uh, come to a close. We're going to gear up and close down, I guess, and do the STW joke of the day. Sounds good. I hope so. I hope so. I'm looking. Remember, I've got dad jokes coming my way. So... <laughs> gearing up and closing down (laughs) reading through some of these jokes and getting myself so distracted as I'm trying to pick the bestest one so what we're going to do from here on out is I'm just going to turn to a page and read the one that's on there like I used to do okay (laughs) you guys this is so terrible all right STW joke of the day are you ready for your little chuckle I am ready all right guaranteed guaranteed chuckle right here how was the book about glue Um, I don't know how was it great I couldn't put it down that's hilarious. <laughs> Not really. It's interesting. <laughs> Drink. All right, you guys. Love you so much. Hope that you have had some fun with us today as we have had with you. We look forward to the next time that we can all be together. Yes. Have a good one. We'll see you and chat with you soon. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Russian Sisters. For more, go to soundoff.network. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. 
and Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.